0: Welcome to the One Thought Away Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Pound, a mindset coach and manifestation expert, here to help you live more mindfully and soulfully while learning to connect to the magic of the universe. Each episode will provide you with insights into self-mastery to get the most out of life. I am so grateful you are here and thank you for listening. Hello my loves, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I feel like I've been on a bit of a podcast marathon lately, but I am here for it. So excited. And today's episode is sponsored by my new incredible course, Pleasure Goddess. This program is an activation around pleasure, self love, unshakable confidence, conscious sexuality, and living from your wildest fantasies. It is you learning to embody the sensual, erotic goddess that you are without any ounce of guilt or shame you'll learn how to connect to your feminine power and open your heart to create more meaningful soul aligned relationships and you will automatically feel more love intimacy and power while deeply trusting yourself in your desires you're going to learn how to communicate and create a safe space with your lover Align your chakras and open pleasure portals. Connect with both your feminine and masculine energy. Do yoni worship, tantric love practices, sex magic, self-pleasure, and partner practices. So if you are craving more intimacy and pleasure, if you wanna deepen your ability to give and receive love, while experiencing more orgasms and bliss, living out your wild fantasies and unleashing your inner sex goddess, you definitely want to join us. We start February 15th. The link is down in the show notes or DM me on my new Instagram at Michelle Pound underscore, also linked below, and we will get you. In this container and change your life. Okay, so today's mantra is authenticity. So just take a moment, breathe that in, maybe say it to yourself and just connect to what authenticity means to you. So for me, it's all about being fully expressed, really coming from your heart center, but also having a really open throat chakra and just expressing yourself in a way that feels good, that feels like your true essence. And this is exactly what I talk about today with our guest, Rebecca Ives, who is an incredible content writer. She is a coach. She is a intuitive and a healer. And what's so interesting about this conversation is we recorded this a few weeks back and this was before I was censored and deleted from Instagram. And I was just kind of having a conversation about having fear about being fully expressed and like how that would be received but doing it anyways and then it's just so interesting what has transpired in the short time since we recorded this anyways so many really insightful juicy things happening in this interview i hope you enjoy it make sure that you screenshot the episode that you tag me in it on instagram or on facebook And I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed recording it. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. You are going to love today's guest, Rebecca Ives, who is a marketing coach, a soul guide, and full of content codes. Welcome, Rebecca.
1: Hi, who's the sexiest voice?
0: Like, do people just tell you that all the time?
1: Like, oh my gosh.
0: Ooh, yeah. You know, sometimes I've been told I could have had a career as a sex phone operator. So if everything just doesn't work out with guiding people into pleasure and joy, I mean, I could do that as a sex phone operator. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, so, tell us about yourself. Like, how did you get into coaching, and specifically with helping people create really incredible content?
1: Yeah, what a good
0: question. So,
1: I usually say like it started with a really bad breakup because <laughs> that is, fair enough. Yeah, that's what landed me in a women's circle where I met a girl who was a coach. And I was like, oh my God, this is the career path. I've been working for a marketing agency in Washington, D.C. And I've always been woo. I always had like the stack of self-help books on my bedside table. and But it was always sort of this kind of secret thing. My parents are, were both lawyers in Washington, D.C. Like I was very, um, like I'm definitely the, the black rainbow sparkle sheep of my family. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I just sort of got introduced to this whole online world. And I, I had had a little, uh, like a bad fashion blog called Ruben Hun, which is my uh, former last name. And I, so I had dabbled in the online world, but I, once I kind of realized coaching was like this real career path, I started doing that. And then I grew my business pretty quickly and I was always kind of a natural at like marketing and building an online brand and sales and so people started asking me like how do I do that? I want to do that. And then I sort of shifted into marketing coaching and yeah, that's what I do. And now I I very much go into the deep inner work, inner child healing, this life healing and all these different like I really believe online marketing is like a healing modality and it causes us to go into like the depths of who we are. And so I love just helping people through that.
0: Yeah. I think that's such a really good point, right? Because... In order to really be seen on the internet, to show up as your authentic self, there needs to be some level of healing because a lot of us do have this fear of rejection, of not fitting in. Will this person like me? And it's really funny, even for myself, I've switched a little bit. My focus um, from manifestation to more relationships, pleasure, and intimacy Uh and it was even funny because soul will tell me, like, write certain posts. And I'm like, this is shocking and lewd and I'm really uncomfortable. And it's like, do it. It's so funny, um, Right. Yeah. And so there, there definitely, I love what you said, is like, you have to be able to really have a certain level of vulnerability, but also strength to really show up in a way that feels like true and authentic to your soul. And I personally have seen with some of my clients who are maybe coming onto the online space, a lot of resistance, a lot of fear, a lot of self sabotage um, around social media. So how do you help your clients navigate that?
1: yeah oh my god it's so big right well none of us are really born like in a society that would make it make us feel confident and comfortable just being our wild selves on the internet there's so much like good girl conditioning a lot of my clients have like past life memories of being burnt at the stake for being magical and visible. so it's deep mm. stuff been um, there. yeah been there um so we do a mixture of inner child healing so for example someone will come to me and they'll say like every time I'm about to press publish on a post, like my chest tightens up, my stomach drops and I just will overthink it and then wait until later. And so we'll go into the body usually first and be like, okay, cool. Like, what does that feel like? What's your first memory of that feeling? And oftentimes it's like, Oh, I was in this recital for ballet when I was seven years old. And then everybody laughed at me because I fell. And ever since like showing up in the spotlight and it's wild, but like, So that's where I really like to start is really making the correlation of when this really visceral fear or resistance started and like what the root is and what we made that mean at the time to help people feel just emotionally safe, being creatively expressed and visible. Because I think that's the baseline. And then once we do some of that visibility, self-expression, healing work, um, then we can go into strategy and, and, and play with all of that and there's so much you can do with online marketing, but I think until you feel emotionally safe on the internet, like all that stuff doesn't really matter because we can just be wearing these like content invisibility clothes where we're like, "Don't see me, don't see me." And so people like that's when content is like boring, or people are like, "Oh, I'm trying all these things, but I'm not getting visible," and it's like, yeah, because you're terrified people will actually see you. So that's a mm, I
0: think that's. <laughs> you know, that's a really good point. And I was actually having a conversation with a friend that we both know recently. And she had said to me, you know, when I met you online versus when I met you in person, I felt that there was actually a really big difference. And I'm like, oh, interesting. What was the difference? And she's like, you're so funny in person. (laughs) And I thought, okay, well, maybe I just need to bring a little more cheekiness to the online space. And so that was like very interesting feedback for me um, where I can feel – As though I do really express, but the thing is we're multi-dimensional beings and there will be things that we do both consciously and unconsciously where if we feel really comfortable around a certain person, then we're going to show up in a particular way versus if we feel that it's not safe, we are more likely to contract. And so I'm like, hmm, where am I feeling contracted? with my content and and we were laughing about this before but I was just saying you know like soul is always like telling me to say these like super super cheeky things and it scares me it's like I judge myself (laughs) and then it's like people will judge me but then I'm like at the end of the day there's always somebody judging you so who really gives a fuck
1: yeah I mean Also, I just don't think people spend that much time judging. Like, they might judge for a second. Then they're, like, back to their own neuroses or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) I'd rather make the money, you know what I mean? And, like, have fun and live my dream life than, like, have the approval of, like,
0: someone I went to, like, fifth grade with you know who happens to follow yeah that's a really good point and it's super interesting what I I was talking about this with another friend of mine like one of my favorite things to do is just block and delete especially with people who don't know you on the internet who make inappropriate comments like it was so hilarious somebody dm'd me the other week and said don't take this the wrong way, but you really need to change the shape of your eyebrows. And like went on this rant, no. and like and I just oh, laughed. The wrong Who starts anything that comes after don't take this the wrong way? I know. The- so like nope. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I'm like, first of all, my eyebrows are art. Second of all, like <laughs> Critic- I love how like of all the things I say, it's like you are that's what you choose to draw your attention to. And the really cool thing to look at is like how somebody is responding, how somebody is communicating has to do with their inner psyche or inner neuroses, as we just mentioned. And so it's really cool to be able to see that and then to have the emotional intelligence to not take things on. But I'm also like, nobody's forcing you to be on my corner of the internet. So you got to go because I'm not a therapist and I just, I don't want that frequency. So bye. Yeah, I feel that. People feel all kinds of entitled to say all kinds of things. And
1: it's just like, yeah, I fully feel you.
0: Yeah, it's definitely interesting. So talk to me about some of the like main blocks that you help shed for your clients.
1: Yeah, so one big one is like a fear of what family and friends will think. So we've talked about how the like periphery people, but there's often mm-hmm. like you know, people you're close to or like your mother or whatever mm-hmm. like if if people in your inner circle are not supportive of your business or your self-expression, that's a big one that will often through. through. Um, feeling like marketing has to be really hard or complicated. Like I get a lot of people who are like uh, kind of healing from the bro marketing space, if you will. And they think their funnel is mm-hmm. so perfect and this and that. And they're just, they're really in perfection, which isn't super magnetic necessarily. And they're in burnout. So I'll see a lot of people with that. Um, people with money blocks, people who are like, who me, my magic, this thing that's just so natural to me, like I can get paid and paid a lot for it. There's people who feel like they don't want to be too shiny or too powerful or too successful because they might ruffle feathers. I mean, all kinds of things, but those are the, the, that's what comes to mind first.
0: Yeah. And I can I can relate to all of those. I think, you know, even recently I had a conversation with my mother where after I got this hit to shift into pleasure and intimacy, and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to be talking about like orgasms and intimacy and sex on the internet. And my mom like tunes into a lot of my lives. Yeah. And, um So I had a conversation with her about it and was just saying, you know, this is a space where I think a lot of people require support. We're not taught about this. People learn through porn, which is a super low frequency. And most people don't even want to be there. And it's like Cirque du Soleil. It's not actual real and and what women's bodies really want. And most women don't even know how to connect to their bodies. And she's said, you know, I think this work is really important and what people need. And so that I wasn't expecting. That's amazing. Yeah. And I felt super grateful to have that conversation. Now my dad's not on Instagram. Bless up. Because (laughs) (laughs) that might've been awkward. So that was actually really beautiful. And even this morning um, before we jumped on this, I was journaling and there were just as you had mentioned, you know, I believe in past lives and parallel lives and I've seen in other lives being killed for showing up powerfully. And so there is this inner belief system that what happens if I just fully step in my power and go so big that people are going to come for me, it's not going to be safe, and all of these ideas. And I was having this conversation with my like inner child. And it, it's so funny. One of my friends, Ray, talks about the child conspiracy theorist, oh, wow. and how the child conspiracy theorist is like sharing all these ideas of like why life isn't going to work out and why it's scary. And then me as the adult has to reassure, listen to these theories and <laughs> and dismiss them and reassure that as the adult that we are good to go. Um, And that's exactly what was coming up, right, with some of these things that I've been shown that I want to talk about. It's like it's not safe. And so really feeling that fear in my body. So I think it's really important not to – spiritually bypass and say, this isn't high vibe. It's like, this is actual trauma that's existing in my body. And by just being with it, witnessing it, it gets to then leave. And then I get to create the new narrative, the sexy, empowered narrative.
1: Yeah. I love all of that.
0: I mean, I'll even share, like,
1: even before getting on a podcast interview, like we were talking and then as soon as you hit record, I can feel a tightening body and i'm i'm in relationship with that type thing now you know what i mean and so we get to like work with it but i can feel like these things are very real and they're also not reasons to stop right like i think a lot of people are like oh no i'm uncomfortable so i'm not gonna do the thing and it's like no we can feel it like we can we can be in our bodies we can let our bodies talk to us and keep forward and like feel it and ride it out and and whatever so
0: yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really important thing to to notice within yourself like so often. And you know, I play with this in sex as well. I play with this in all areas of life, but we have this ability in any moment when we feel uncomfortable because maybe it's something new or maybe we have a story or a judgment attached around what is happening. And so we can either lean into it and explore, and push ourselves a little further. And I mean, especially in sex, this can be really juicy and exciting, right? Where we're like, can I handle more pleasure? Am I willing and allowing myself to have this? Or, you know, am I allowing myself to say these things that I truly feel? Or am I going to do what I always do and contract because that feels familiar, that feels safe. And then you miss that opportunity for expansion. And this Don't is something that I play with all the time. Yeah. And I love to know how – Because you say some like very like fun and cheeky things on the internet that at sometimes at first glance, I'm like, damn, but I love it so much. And I'd love for you to kind of maybe share your process of how you just also being this expressed, Mm -hmm. how that came to be, and also how it gives permission to others to do the same.
1: Well, I just kind of get off on it a little bit. And I will say writing is like different than like being on video for me. So I definitely, there's an edge with video where I'm not quite where I am. When I'm just writing, I don't know. I just like, I really truly like me, my self-expression is for my soulmate client family. So I'm basically in my mind when I'm writing content, it's like I'm in a group chat with my closest spiritual girlfriends who happen to be a perfect fit for like my magic or whatever. So I'm really not thinking about all these other people. And sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, you're on the internet, like weird. But that's not really, I'm very much speaking to, to my humans. And I just developed a trust with myself. Like if I think it's funny, if I laugh and if I'm like, oh my God, that's funny or whatever, then I'm like, okay, that's good. Like I kind of trust my tape. And if I'm slightly like, shocking myself a little bit, but in a pleasurable way, I don't know. There's something so orgasmic about saying something that's a little wild, but so fucking true that everybody thinks, but like, oh my God, she did not just say it, but like, wait, she did. And I love it. Like, I love that feeling. It's so satisfying. So I just kind of like, also you just start doing something and then you become the person who does it. So it's it's kind of like people who, wear fabulous hats and outfits. I mean, you're one of these people, like you're you walk around to learn with your wand casting stuff, and then people just expect that of you. And so it's, <laughs> it's the person who does it, or the person who throws fabulous parties, or any of these things, you just kind of start and it's like, at first, people are like, what? And then they're like, Oh, no, she did it. Yes, she did it again, you know, and so it's kind of like, it takes on a momentum of its own in a good way. And I think it's fun. Like, I I don't know. I think we're all rather dull and serious. Like, their life has gotten a little dull and serious, and I'm a big fan of play, so.
0: Well, yeah, I, I think there's so, so many really important things that you said there. And starting with the first part of... You know what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on the people who are there to support you, who are there to learn from you, and to be expanded by you, or are you focused on the people who are contracted and judging and shaming and blaming and not ownership? Confused about it. You know what I mean? They
1: keep watching, so I kind of feel like they. not so worried like if they're like oh my god i can't believe it like ew but then they keep coming back i'm like there's a bad girl she's just she hasn't been so i'm not i don't know not so worried of they they people judging your expression like they're they're judging what you represent in them so i I
0: and like i love that and i and i think also too it's just i re- when we think of universal consciousness like everybody is you and one thing that i always always say is like you are not who i think you are you are my projection yeah. of you based on what i know right and sometimes i have a very skewed interaction with somebody or i have a very mm-hmm. specific interaction with them. And then it's like, Oh, they're this, they're that, because that's the human brain and the human condition is we want to classify things and categorize it in order to make ourselves feel safe. But it's always like a reminder to me. And if I, and even if I catch myself being judgmental to other people, I just kind of laugh at myself and I'm like, well, this isn't actually who they are. This is the energetics that I was in. And now this is what I'm projecting. And I don't need anyone to be a particular way to make me comfortable, which I think is power. That's just pure power. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's super important for all of us to remember. And especially, you know, so many people are in another lockdown right now. So you're spending more and more time with yourself. And I know that I grew up, looking to outside sources all of the time in order to dictate my behavior, whether that be TV or advertising or, you know, wanting to fit in as a kid, which never <laughs> really worked out for me. i um, really grateful for that now. But it's like, how can I just contain, how do I continuously decide how I want to feel in any given moment? regardless of what's happening outside of me. And I mean, super interesting experience that I had even a couple of weeks ago in Tulum. So the traffic, there's one road, beach road. It's a humbling road because it doesn't matter if you're staying in a like 13,000 a night penthouse or like a worker going to clean the resort like there's only one way in and one way out and there's so many potholes and all these different things to get to this road and so you know people complain all the time during high season it can literally what would maybe take 20 minutes would take like two and a half hours and it's like this is ridiculous and this and that and like Or the weather, oh my God, it's raining today and now I'm going to be a rageaholic. And I find it so fascinating just like how these external circumstances so impact people's states, right? And the same with just other people's behavior. And I'm always asking myself if I catch myself being reactive, like, is this truly how I want to show up in this moment?
1: And we're a healing portal! I feel like Tulum has a healing vibe about it. So you're like, oh, it's just gonna be love and goddess vibes, and I'm gonna be taking selfies on these like fabulous beaches. And it's like, there's stuff like if that if if traffic can trigger like rage in you, then that rage is in you, and like now you get an like an opportunity to kind of like, ooh, release and love, and
0: you know what I mean. It's it's kind
1: of an opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Tulum is the energy of Venus. It it is a portal, Mm -hmm. it's a feminine receiving portal. So there I know that you've said you love it here. There and that's the thing too, right? Where our space that we choose to be in, everything holds an energy, everything holds a frequency. So it is important Mm -hmm. that when you're designing your life, when you're designing your living space, that you are aware of those things just so you can stay in a high frequency or a place that feels really uplifting to you. But yeah, like to this point of the traffic, Ooh, I hear my, the Fiesta in the background. That's okay. Um, so when I was having this conversation with this, this person the other day, you know, for me, I love putting in my audio book or right now I'm like super into clubhouse and I get the opportunity to learn or I have no, vo- no volume, no sound, and it's my time to connect to God. Like, and I just get to be in the jungle in one of the most beautiful beaches in the world where most of the world is on lockdown right now. And I can just go and frolic at the beach and go for like watch sunset or go for a beautiful dinner and go dancing. You know what I mean? Everything's about perspective. And so certain people are trained probably unconsciously, to always expect the worst, to want to always criticize, to believe things aren't working out, that it's only going to get worse. And I have very intentionally cultivated a mindset of always looking for how this is in my good, how this is serving me, how this is helping me grow in each moment.
1: I love that. So beautiful.
0: Talk to me a bit about... Your mindset. And so you have, as you said, like built this business, yeah. experienced a lot of success quite quickly, and it keeps growing. What was your belief system going into this business?
1: You know, I think it's
0: changed a lot. So I'm also
1: not new. Like I started, I did a coach training program in 2013 and it's 2021. So I've been online for a while. Um, so I think my mindset is quite different now. Like I definitely felt before, like, like I was always like a pretty good student and I had sort of this, like, I can be successful in the matrix if I work hard kind of thing. So I did come in with like confidence, like a general confidence in myself, but like not in a pleasurable way. So that's more of a new for last couple of years mindset. Um, my mindset now let's see i'm just really really grateful like i really i do life with my soulmate I and mean, he just makes me so happy like on the daily so that's like a big friend he's also a coach and like a comedian so he keeps me really like laughing and loving life so that i think a big part of my mindset i don't know if i'm supposed to say this but i just really fucking love the work i do i love my clients i love responding and talk and that's like I feel like the number one mindset thing is like being in my dharma. Like creating content and coaching my clients is probably my favorite thing in the world. Like I obviously love eating. I love spa treatments. I love that stuff. But like I'm really lit up by the work that I'm doing. And so that feels really, really good. Um, I definitely think like we both work with Genevieve. So like having, I have her as my one-on-one coach. And then I'm also working with this like Quantum body healer. So I don't even know what she does exactly, but like I lay on the floor and she, she, she quantums me and she, like, I don't know, I'm writhing around and groaning and moaning and releasing. So I do that. I also have like a very spiritual relationship with weed. So it's sort of like my plant medicine and I do like a ceremony a week and that really helps me get to the root of some of my deeper emotional healing stuff. So that i would like to say that i meditate more than i do i do i mean i meditate but like usually go on a walk outside every single day for at least like 40 minutes so that's just like a a good mindset vibe and i have some really good good girlfriends on the in the internet and who do what i do so that's really helpful as well
0: so for some other thing, Is that the question? Like, Yeah, what I-, I mean, that sounds – you were talking about, like, <laughs> you know, your mindset. How are you creating the energetics around you so that you can yeah. show up and serve, right? Because yeah. exactly you being in your power and just really being in love with it, that's the – frequency you're transmitting. And that's what people feel. Like when I read your content or see your stories, it gives me joy. I'm like, oh I God, love God, what this girl God, is saying God. today. Like what is she up I mean, to over? Bad there? moments. I was, I almost said bad days, but really
1: it's like like dense hours and then super pleasurable hours. I'm an emotional authority manifesting generator. So I feel the full spectrum of emotion, mm-hmm. but like I don't know there's just a lot to be fucking grateful for I can't even like my life is like I don't know it's like ridiculous like we make so much money doing work we love I fucking have an assistant to do everything I don't like like other people clean my house I live with my soulmate I mean there's definitely areas of growth that I want like but I, I basically like fuck around on the internet and talk to like soulmate besties and help them it's awesome like I don't know. I'd like to be doing it on a beach, but like other than that, I'm like into my life. I'm very blessed. So yeah,
0: yeah. and I think you know <laughs> gratitude is is such an important thing to come back to when we can really just savor and enjoy what is and similar to what you had said as well like when i first started my business all of my mentors and all of the guidance was really in this masculine energy of do 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 hustle put in all these hours and it just felt really exhausting and spinning my wheels and yes i was getting results but it was in a way where there was actually like a lot of fear attached to it that was like kind of the underlying motivator is i have to do this or else and really yeah. learning how to just deeply enjoy my life being gratitude being pleasure because it's mm. kind of in my opinion what's the point of doing all these things if it's just to check something off and yeah, it's not totally. it's i not feel about that like so yeah.
1: we're like we create these a lot of people have like a five course meal and no taste buds that's what it's like to just work 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 and never enjoy yourself it's devastating.
0: Yeah. And it's super interesting, you know, since moving to Tulum, people will like reach out to me all the time being like, oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that. And it's like, you absolutely yeah. can. Everything is a choice, right? Like oh. if you're paying rent in one city, you can pay rent here. Everything's online. It's just seeing yourself as capable, seeing yourself as able to create the life that you want. But I know that it took time for me to believe in myself. And, you know, deepening my self confidence is something that I work on every single day. And it's fun to see the growth over time. But I think having supportive people around you is really, really essential. As you mentioned, you know, like having really incredible friendships, partnerships, and then, of course, mentors who can show you the way when maybe you feel like a deer in the headlight. And it feels really – And this is one thing, too, that I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but I had a lot of guilt and shame, actually, when I first moved out here um, Mm -hmm. just about how good my life is.
1: Totally. And even there. Just, I was talking about my life. I'm like, God, am I being too like, who
0: am I going to piss off with this? And so I get it. I think it's important. I think it's important to say you really love your life. I think that's what we want the frequency to be on the planet. And you know, totally. like you have one shot in this body, like why yeah. not create and have the experiences that you want in the way that you want. And it does take time to kind of learn to give yourself permission. Like I know as someone who has one to, does one-to-one mentorship and has group programs, it's like I put out free content every day, but if you really want to be expanded, you are required to pay to be in a container. And it will be interesting sometimes like how people buy Certain people will be like, oh, "Oh my God, I'm in. I want this. Like, where's the link? And other people will have a lot of questions. And then they'll be like, I can't justify spending the money on myself. And it's super interesting because personally, I used to have a lot of guilt and shame. It was just a pattern that I grew up with. And now when I look at my Amex, but like I spent $40,000 just in six months being supported. And I'm like, fuck, Yeah. Yeah. I'm that woman who you know spe- could have like two mortgages, maybe three, for what I spend a month on mentorship, and that was mm-hmm. being supported and learning how to be the very best version of myself. But it took like mm-hmm. a lot of well, courage. Well, I
1: mean, who to- like a, a house or expanded consciousness? you can buy ten houses. Like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's also like your money reality just changes. What's normal just changes. Like. I remember there was a time when I was like, if I could make 12,000 a month, like I can't even imagine like, that's just so like, oh my God. And now, you know what I mean? So these things just shift and like, yeah, I love it. It's so good.
0: It's fun. Creating <laughs> life on your terms and just laughing at yourself is. And
1: really- also you,
0: like I had a big fear. I'm
1: like, I don't want to become one of these like, Fancy Barbie coaches who like this is a big thing cause I'm like this weird wild artist to, like I'm weird, you know like you you probably wanted me on here because I'm a fucking ride on online, like you don't even know what what I'm gonna say, and I was scared I would lose that, you know what I mean, like oh, if I become one of these like fancy rich girl coaches, I'm just gonna like wear my chanel and talk about how much money I made in the last month and like be this like i don't know archetype that I saw, and I'm like, well first of all, I can. Like Chanel and I can curse and talk about pussy and, like, do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, these things can all go together and be... Yeah. You know, that feels important to share. But I had a big, like... I don't want to be a shepherd coach. Like, I want to be uh, just myself, I suppose. I yeah.
0: Know. And I think that's important is, like, there's no cookie cutter you have to follow to totally. be successful. Like, only you decide that you are successful right like mm-hmm. even me it's like what am I what do I want to do it's like I wear light up capes and gowns oh, and I go to like no. ayahuasca every other weekend and it's just
1: so like, <laughs>
0: living this- I want a I light up
1: cape. like can you tell me like more like where do yeah. I get a yeah so- I'll send
0: it to you it's called it's like it's called magic capes but essentially Tulum is kind of like Burning Man all the time. And since people are here on vacation, they're always like dressed up. And so um it's like why not just you know what when I wear these types of things that are super outrageous but very beautiful yeah. and yeah. magical, people get excited. And that's another thing too is like I watching- wanted to have this glitter cape that I wear sometimes and now I just want to like put it on. I love
1: this <laughs> I feel like I look very like Crappy and innocent right now, but I I love the wild shit. That's
0: so yeah, cool. <laughs> the wild. And here's the thing too. So to you guys listening, like I want to ask you, like what is the wildest version of you? Like if you could just be fully free and fully out there and have no fear of what mm-hmm. anyone was going to say, like who would you show up as?
1: Oh, my and God, endless. this is
0: an idea for a photo
1: shoot where I'm, like, in nothing but glitter. Like, this is amazing. I love it. You're edible, g- edible glitter. Oh, <laughs> <is the> <laughs> I, don't know. I feel like you should have an Amazon store for, like, like, fairy life or just, like, being a
0: like some sort of boutique. I wanna know where you shop. For sure, you know it's really funny. So a couple of people have asked me if I ha I should start a clothing line and my yeah. I I, one girlfriend last night and we just joke because we go and we sit in ceremony quite often together. We just were in ceremony on Saturday night. And I like said, Oh, we're Aya icons, like Ayas and ayahuasca. And so then I'm like, I'm gonna create a clothing line. I wore, oh, wow. I always wear like <laughs> gowns or these beautiful outfits with like flower crowns <laughs> to ceremony.
1: In ceremony, because doesn't ayahuasca get a little messy? Like, it
0: can. It just depends, okay. but you just, for you me, to the, walk around, do your thing and then put it back on. It's yeah. Like, kind of, you know, like you just purge a little bit. I don't get caught in the loop. Sometimes I okay. don't purge and then you're like moving on. But I wore this like amazing fringe cape, which I specifically bought for ayahuasca because I love to meet yeah. my higher self looking like a queen. And She's I was so like, weird. i just, was- love it. I'm so into this. And I was just like, all right, lesson learned. Fringe capes are very stylish and high priestess vibes, but are not warm and functional for ayahuasca ceremonies. So we'll just be saving that for the beach and we'll not be coming back to ceremony.
1: <laughs>
0: so oh lesson, lesson learned. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so share with me how people can find you.
1: Yes. Okay. So I'm very active on Instagram and my personal Facebook. So Instagram, I'm at the underscore content underscore queen and Facebook. I'm at Rebecca Ives. And you can just like hit the hit the follow for my personal account. Cause I don't know. I mean, I have a business Facebook page, but it doesn't get a lot of my love and attention.
0: I just really like my personal page. Send the it's people good. to the direct source, right?
1: Yeah. So those are the best places. And then, um, I have an email list and the often is it's the best opt-in ever because it was a $500 force that I made an opt-in in the beginning of COVID. So it's like really fucking juicy. So that's called bundle your brilliance. You can get that on my Instagram. You're welcome. And
0: (laughs) I love that so much. And if I know that, you know, you help so many people, how can people work with you? Like, what are you up to in the world right now?
1: So I coach one-on-one, a very select number of people who are just a full on vibe match ready to explode on the internet. I have a, six-month mastermind which is amazing and we have a boxer chat going all the time and we have a two hour weekly coaching call and that's really yummy and then every month or so I do like a group coaching meets course program and the next one is called flirt with the internet in honor oh. of Valentine's Day, and it's just basically how to have so much fun in your content be magnetic um a really like ditch all the rules and also we're gonna be talking about masculine feminine energetics because I feel mm-hmm. that marketing can be more masculine but sales is actually quite feminine and just like the the lean back energetic um I don't know it's just really fascinating and
0: interesting and there's a lot of subtleties. I love that.: I, I always yeah. say sales is like dating and you totally. I'm a huge on the masculine feminine energetics. like I have my feminine magnetism course next week. So,
1: yeah, oh, I love it I love so, it. Yeah, it's so fun. It's so sexy. Like like, online marketing is hot and sexy, and if it doesn't feel that way, like... It can. Do you know what I'm saying? And we do things like the same things you do like that would that like kill your magnetism and attraction and seduction vibes in dating. It's the same thing in marketing. And once we like get you feeling more emotionally safe to just be the radiant fucking bombshell you are like, it's hot. Like marketing is so hot. So I don't know. That's yeah. the problem.
0: Go follow Rebecca. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing your magic and your energy and giving people permission to just go be their wild, badass self.
1: Thank you for having me. I just
0: adore all
1: of your stuff and your energy.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes. Come soak up extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Michelle Pound or visiting my website at michellepound.com. Remember, you're just one thought away and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode.